0: Cliff Central
1: Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. So, we've probably all heard the saying experience is the best teacher. Is it then safe to assume that everyone who can motivate us through our toughest life challenges have probably been through them and lived to tell the tale? But does experience really guarantee learning? Is it always a given that you'll see the wise things of a bad thing? Or does it take a special kind of character to turn the obstacles into potential? We've brought in Bridget Moema today, and she, as you might have guessed, she used to be a domestic worker. She's now a motivational speaker, and she's just released her first book, Being Refined, The Seed of Hope. The ability for some to turn their misfortunes into fortune is a skill worth bottling, or in this case, getting on record. So welcome, Bridget, to the main sessions on CliffCentral.com. Thank you so much. Um, she brought along her mentee. She's a young and beautiful woman by the name of Letlo. Matabane It's <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> no, it's not an easy one, and and yeah, this Burundian slash Congolese. Okay, it's, it's a bit of a struggle. forgiving. <laughs> no, <Okay>. forgiving. <laughs> um. So she is Miss Inspire South Africa Teen Second Princess 2017. We'll catch up with her a little later, but for now, welcome to the both of you. We're very happy to have you. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. So pleased to have you
0: because actually, you know. I think we find a lot of inspiring women who are kind of on a journey. But to find somebody who it sounds like had a plan from the start, I mean, uh, my understanding is that you started, you you chose to do domestic work so that you could put yourself through school. So you didn't even start doing domestic work and then realize along the way that you wanted more. You knew from the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. So just like take us back to like... Briefly, I guess, how you grew up and then how um, how you f- found yourself in, in that industry. Okay. Um, greetings once again.
2: Um, thank you so much for this opportunity. Absolute pleasure. Uh, Bridget Mwema was born and raised in the dusty path of Ramotsi in Hamanskral. Um, and she did her matric in 2008.
0: I love that you speak yeah, about yourself in the, the, the third <laughs> person. <by laughs> way. I love it. No, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's-
2: um, so yeah. basically, so yeah, yeah, as I said, I grew up in um, Hamanskral mm. and uh, my parents, uh, we grew up in a very good family, I can say. Uh, unfortunately, my parents separated when I was doing grade 12 and mm-hmm. my mom, you know, she didn't have any job. What and did your
1: parents? Okay, so your mother didn't have a job. What did your dad do? Uh, my
2: dad is um, a meanness. uh, So what happened was Then we I left uh, at home And now I'm done with my trick And I've got You know be, like bachelor And I, I had dreams You know I, I was somebody who knew. So you got into university You'd applied and everything after matric? Yes, I did Okay, um, And I went to Teflop I wanted to do law Okay. So when I get there The problem was I didn't have money for registration okay. Little did I know that It's possible for you You know, to apply Even if you don't have money hmm. So my mom asked my uncle for money And mm. um, they gave me money When I was supposed to pay I realized this is a lot of money. And I can say that time it was 1.5. But I realized my mom won't wouldn't be able, be able to, to pay it, it. back. You know? right. So I packed my bag, I went back home. Wow. And when I got home, I realized crime won't help me. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to look for a job. So firstly, I worked as a, a factory worker for six months before. A factory
0: worker? Yes. What kind of factory?
2: Uh, they have a green latex. I'm sorry to mention it, no, but it's all they good. do gloves. Okay. Um, so when I get there, the first thing they asked for was matric certificate. I was like, wow, this is a real job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, so, uh, one of the ladies will always ask me, like, are you in that challenge that you have to work this hard work?
1: Mm. Because
0: young people leave And I said to her Not really But I'm going to school next year So tell me about uh, Working at the factory Your colleagues Or the people who did The same work as you Yes Had they matriculated was that um, a requirement?
2: It was the requirement that year, but most of them were elderly people. They were elderly, So young of course. people who work for two days, they'll never come back. Right. So that's why they'll keep asking me, like, are you that challenged? that mm. you?" And I said to them, I'm going to school next year. I could see their faces. You know, mm. it was like a baby girl gets serious. You know, yeah. this is not possible.
0: And sure, because they thought it was, they felt like it was a dead end. You know what I mean? And had a lot of them been um, stuck in that job for a long time.
2: Uh, yes yes like okay. you know but the other thing is not only them even my mom you right know? like she never said anything but her face you could see that she was just scared for me to say it's not gonna happen it's
0: so weird how people think certain jobs are dream killers yeah you know what i mean yes. like even if you and i think for <laughs> i think for a lot of people domestic work can seem that way mm. too mm-hmm. and i actually think that um you know, there are probably people who go into it with the best intentions, either to support themselves or their families or to try and put themselves through school, but who get stuck. And I suppose factory work is also that type of environment where yes. you can get stuck. But let's talk a bit about that. Like, what what do you think it is? What What was it about that environment? Where people that made people think that you wouldn't ever get out I
2: think sometimes it's the environment that you find yourself in Let's say for example you come from the location Mm. You know like townships You think that this is all You know life whereby you survive This is all Mm. But when you want something You know when you want to pursue something better Mm. than yourself Then that's when you realize that this is You know yes it's the beginning of You know it's the start But there's better place to go to Mm.
0: But they didn't believe no, so that no. must have been hard for you.
2: Yeah, it, it was hard, but at the same time, as I said, um, I will encourage myself every day. Okay. And after six months, my aunt my aunt came back home and said to my mom, "I found a job for you," and my mom was like, "Wow!" And then um, she said, "You're going to work for this lady. You're gonna be a domestic work." My mom was like, "Not me. I can't do that." Mm. And it's because my mom is somebody who has personal pride, yes. you know, which everybody has, you sure, know? Sure. Not, not that she she's. she's Everybody has self-pride to say, I won't take uh, my level to that low. And I said, how much? She mentioned it. I said, I'll do it.
0: My mom cried. Where does that come from? So, like, I mean, I can't imagine myself um, motivating myself in that situation without any support structure, if I was surrounded by people who were naysayers who didn't believe or people who had too much pride for certain work, you know, if constantly um, I felt like there were elements around me that were demotivating me, I don't know if I could find it in myself to, to push forward. And so what what was that? Where do you get that thing from?
2: Okay, basically um, where I come from, as I say, it's a township and there's another township. You know, uh, So in the other township, you'll see people driving, you'll see people succeeding. So each and every time when I will pass there, this will bother me, especially young people, to Mm. say, I can do it, Mm -hmm. I can get there. So that's what pushed me. So then I took the the job. Um,
0: I took the job and yeah. And your mom, so you said your mom cried and she was, so she was unhappy. Yes. And, uh, but I took the job. What was that conversation
2: like with her? Um, She said, I can't, I I, I really can't take, you know, I can't go that low. When I told her that, do it then, if you don't want me to do it. And she said, "Um, I can't go that low. So, yeah, that's why I I did it. I I did it for six months.
0: Did that affect your relationship with her? No, no, no. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, She ended up, you know, accepting it. Right. And, yeah, and I went to the family. The family was so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for that family.
0: Okay, so yeah. tell us about the family then.
2: Oh, beautiful family. Um, all the kids are successful. Mm. And, you know, I didn't feel like I knew like I'm a domestic worker, but they, the family is so kind. You know, when they come visit, like, it's like we all work. It was like for them, it was to give me money to save. Hmm. You know, I, I, I can't say I work that much, but, you know, they, they, they are so beautiful.
0: Was and there anything about the job though that was hard for you? So you'd never been a domestic worker. Did you have friends or aunts or any relatives that were yeah, domestic? Yeah, my work? aunt. So did you know, did you know about the work?
2: Yes, cause my aunt, I used to go with my aunt, okay. um, to the same family. Mm. Yeah. So.
0: But still when you arrived, was there anything, especially coming, you know, from a family with a mother? With a lot of pride and pride gets passed down. It's something you have to constantly push back against, yes. right? It's difficult. Um, and then you were somebody with with dreams, you know, who wanted a better life for herself. Is there anything about that kind of work that you had to do that you found hard on your self esteem?
2: What I can say is it was not an easy road per se, as it seems. You know, there were days where I wake up in the morning I'm like, ah, I can't do this, Lord. You know mm. But at the end of the day As I say, The family That family made it possible for me You know To keep on going mm. You know So And the other thing is Their house And I'm like I'm going to build my mom this house Was yeah. it beautiful So you that, that was inspiring For you yeah. to work for that kind of family yes. Who lived
0: well Yes
2: and, Was okay And for me is, as much as I, I'm, I'm also one person who have, so, uh, like, I, I, I have confidence in myself. Mm. You know, I wouldn't, when I. Yeah, talk, a lot. <laughs> I will, when I talk to them, you know, I will talk their talk. I will, yeah. I will cook their food, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like, there was nothing. So were
0: they surprised, do you think? Yes. Okay. You know,
2: like, you know, I will go to restaurants with them. I will, you know what I mean? I, it was not, if I was in, I was, let's say, for example, there's a family gathering, you wouldn't think she's the worker here. You don't hmm. think she's part of the family because hmm. I, I, I carried myself that way.
0: Mm. You know, to say
2: I'm part of this family and I'm I'm here because I want something better than myself.
0: But there have to have been moments where you felt because Okay. okay. The power dynamic, you know, it's, it's, we can't deny the power dynamic between an employer and a domestic worker, yes, right? Yes, yes. And we can't deny that the scope of work you have to do as a domestic worker ranges from, you know, things that you might enjoy, like cooking and looking after the kids, to things that you might, you, nobody would enjoy, like, like, um i don't know, like cleaning up after people, you know, and like hygienic things that are difficult so think... there must have been those things <laughs>
2: okay the 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 lucky part was um it was a young lady mm. and it was the mother and the granny, so there was okay. there was nothing that I will say it was like i was I would cry and say there why were no th-
0: men in the home no. Oh, that's not.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I said it. That's (laughs) not. But yeah, but you know, there was nothing that was odd from what I would do at home. You Mm. know, so that's what I'm saying. I believe that that family wanted to give me the opportunity. You know, to end something. Mm. You know, it was not because they just wanted a worker. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, what did your job entail? You said there was a, a grandmother and then an elderly lady, and then a little. Uh, like the daughter, so it, it was like three generations.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So it it was like home. Okay. You know. So mm. we'll we'll share what we have to do. There's something, Did you stay in? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 For how long did you do that job? I did it for 6 months. 6 months. Then after 6 months I got um admission at uh, UP. Oh. Then I basically as I said I wanted to be a Dicks lawyer. of next. Yeah. <laughs> you know I wanted to be a lawyer. So they because I couldn't qualify there. Right. And um they took me for political science and That lady, one of the family members said to me, take education. And I said, okay, fine, let me try it. And I took it and I discovered myself in education. So I've been a teacher for three years now.
0: Okay. But before we go there, (laughs) I kind of... (laughs) No, so I want to interrogate that six months a little bit more. Okay, so you you say you were somebody who was confident and uh, you lived with a family who was supportive. So you, you didn't feel a lot of stigma.
2: The thing is... What I can say is outside,
0: Mm. you know, I wouldn't want my friends to know. So, yes. So let's talk about that. Like socially, I mean, who are the people you were able to share this with? Um, So your mom knew.
2: My mom, my family. So your family must have known.
0: Uh, But my friends, you know, me and
2: my friends, um, I still remember. Mm. um, We, when we had matric, we're so arrogant. You know, we're like, I want to call you next year and ask you what you're doing for a living. Right, right. So the whole year, I'm telling you the truth. We didn't call each other, not mm. being aware that my friends were also uh, at home, you know. And next year they were also like that's when they went to varsity. Didn't Do you, you find <laughs> how?
0: not you find it funny how shame does that yes. to everyone? Yes, that's like, like the shame was there, you know. You hide, and sometimes. It's not as bad as you think, and people can relate because actually we all are going through something. But I can say you always assume you're the only one in the world. You know. Thank you. Mm. It was a lonely road Mm. uh, because I had no
2: friends. You know, I only had family, so it was kind of like a lonely road. What about dating? Um, No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) You know um, what? What I told myself was I want to see myself achieving. Um, There's this thing that we see in the townships where. Um Ladies will be proud to be on a man's car seat. My thing—that's mm. my thing. I'll sit in my car seat first before I sit in a man's car seat. Yes. And 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 that's what happened. I love that. No, okay, I love that. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. So you eventually got into UP. Yes. And you were going for law, but you ended up studying what? Education. Education. Yes. Okay.
2: So I did my BEd in record,
0: mm-hmm. and I did theology. I'm still busy with it. So had you saved enough money from the factory work? To the domestic work Had you saved enough money The money helped me For registration For registration yes. okay. And
2: um, I still remember I couldn't afford uh, The money Because I was buying clothes And getting ready I was ready And I paid for registration And I got rest I can't travel And they said You can't move in Because you don't have money To pay for rest And I'm telling you The whole week I'll go to the Administrative block Sitting outside In the morning When they arrive They'll see me Sitting there Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Where does the stamina come from? Um, Like, to be honest, I can say it's, it's grace. Because I'll go in the morning, I'll sit there outside. And they will walk in. And I remember, I think it was Thursday, the lady called me in and s- threw me the keys and said, you know what? Move in. <laughs> really? Yeah. and I moved in. And every time, I would take my marks and I would say to her, like the way she did it with me with the uh, keys, throw the paper and say, look at my marks. And because I'm somebody who doesn't, I, I forgive, like I don't have grudges. Mm. So I wouldn't just, you know, like said, um, you know will see with my max but i'll go and make fun you know like and mm. take a chocolate for her mm. cold drink or something for her to say look at me you know i'm mm. i'm i'm making you proud you know mm. so yeah so it's it everything was never a smooth road that's what i can say and maybe it will lead us to understand the book why i wrote the
0: book when did you write it last year La- <sighs> <laughs> yeah. okay it took me it took so me how month. old are you to- if you don't mind me asking.
2: Uh, <clears throat> I've got my mentee here, so
0: yeah. <laughs> but okay it's No, fun. but I I kinda of want a sense of, of time frames. Okay,
2: I'm twenty seven.
0: You're twenty seven. I'm old. You're little. Oh no man. No, you're little. <clears throat> you're
2: so young. It sounds like no.
0: Serious. You've had like such a <laughs> such a rich um and like such a difficult journey, you know, that one can assume that. It takes a lot longer than that. Yeah. Okay, but so you're, you're 27 and you graduated from UP, huh? Yes,
2: and I graduated last year from Holy Nation. I'm still carrying on with my theology, um, as the other aspect of my life.
0: Theology? Yeah. Tell us a bit about that.
2: Um, I believe I'm called. Uh, okay. To be a, Pastor, but yeah, (laughs) it's a story for another day. But I believe I'm called. But at the same time, I have more interest on knowing the depth of the word of God. Right. So that's when I enrolled. So,
0: what role? How big a role then did your your faith play? Do you think in in
2: your huge getting you through? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't make it without God. I couldn't make it without Him. You know, there's a scripture that it keeps me going. Um, He knows the way I take, it's in job After he has tested me, I shall come out as gold
0: Mm. That
2: is the scripture that I often said, you know, there are scriptures Mm. But until it's revealed to you, then you'll understand
0: Where do you get your faith from? From your family? Or is it something that you've kind of embarked on on your own? We, um,
2: my mom started going to church when I was maybe in um, matric or so Okay So uh, the school that I went to, there was SCA and um, there was a time when I was doing grade eight, and this group of people came and they told us about Christ, and I received Christ that day. I remember us crying and all that, but mm. that's where my journey began.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay, so back to the book, Being yeah. Refined, you wrote it last year. Yeah. And what led, ha, how, has it been a work in progress for a long time? Or was it something that, um, where you had like a, an aha moment and you yes, knew how something to do it? triggered it? Okay, so um, tell us.
2: I was. As I work in Queenswood I was staying in Queenswood What were you um, doing there? I'm a teacher oh, okay So you yeah. were teaching Yes, yes. Right. So I was living in Queenswood And my little sister Is doing a trick this year So I said You know what As much as I usher These young ladies I need to usher My little sister as well You know mentor her So mm-hmm. I decided to move back home So there was a day When I was traveling Using a bus and, and as I was working In my neighborhood I saw two groups of people The first one was a lady With school uniform Sitting in a GTI in front seat. And she was laughing and said in Setswana, a permanent. And mm, there was another group. No, but you have to translate that. Okay. She thought mm. um, this is a permanent seat, mm. you know, and they're students, by the way. And another group that I and saw. So
0: this is a guy's GTI, obviously. Yeah. yeah. How old is she?
2: Uh, she's young. Yes. She's sis. in high school though.
0: That thing creeps in early, eh? Hey? Yeah. That mindset. Yeah. So there Yo. was
2: another group as well coming from afternoon study. I saw their eagerness to want to study. But for me was I don't want these young people to see that glory. I don't want to see them where I am, but I want to take them through the journey. Mm. So that they understand that the journey is never easy but you can do it. Mm. So I didn't want to fail my kids.
0: Mm. I didn't want to fail so them. So your kids being um the kids
2: that you were teaching? kids that I teach kids in my neighborhood. Every like I call them my babies. They're my kids. Okay. So every child, you know, that I see that I come across. So
0: you must have been quite a motivational uh, teacher, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll let her tell yeah. <laughs> about that just yes. now. But um, Okay, so yes. So you didn't want to fail. You didn't want to fail the kids in the community. Your your children. You felt like they were yours, yes. even though you're 27. Yes, you still felt like they were yours, and you didn't want to fail them. Yes, and this this led to what then? Writing the book. I wrote the book in a month. In a month. Yeah.
2: And because I was, I was. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> in a month.
0: <laughs> this is unreal. Yeah, and Can I just this is. I mean, this is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a 72-page book. I mean, it's a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I and, mean? Yeah. It's definitely not a short story.
2: Yeah, and when, I, when I, I wanted to carry on, I was like to my friend, Andy, so this book is too small. She said to me, Bridget, the seed is too small, but it produces trees. Um, The book was launched. Okay, so tell us what <laughs> it's about. Um, Being refined for you to become gold. You have to go through things.
0: Okay, so is it your, is it your life story or is it it's my life um, story. lessons from your story? Yes. Is it, so it's, it's autobiographical. So there's stuff in there about you. Yes. Okay.
2: But basically it's my journey. Mm. And why the seed of hope at the end is because being refined after, after you have been going through all these things, mm. you're becoming refined. Then when you've been refined, then I believe that now you must give hope to others. Mm. So that's why I'm saying it's a seed of hope mm. And you must
0: give hope to others Because you've, you've traveled the road So give us a, I mean, an idea of the kind of Wisdom, the kind of stories we'll find in the pages Okay um, Let me just go
2: through quick um, Yeah, I'll explain it to you What, 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 what is what in this book um, The dusty path of remotes I've explained where I come from And the construction I wanted people to understand that I'm not yet there It's a journey so that's why I'm saying I'm under construction. Okay. There are certain things that I've learned, right. but I'm still going to learn them even more. Right. And I said the story that I was never told, I never told my friends that I was a domestic worker because mm. shame will cripple you. Shame will take away, you know, that hope mm. because I was, I was ashamed, you know, to tell people that I was a domestic worker. Instead, I told them that I was working in some shop, you know. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. faith is painful. It was never easy. You know, people, um, particularly because, um, as I said, um, I believe I'm called to be a pastor. Mm. People come to the church and they expect to be blessed within a week or so. And when they see things not happening, they leave. Mm. So they must understand faith is painful. Mm humble yourself before god i was an arrogant person as i said but i had to be humbled i had to go work for somebody i had to do all those jobs so that i can see i can respect a domestic worker hmm. i can respect a factory worker
0: mm.
2: i had to be humble
0: that's incredible
2: a place of surrender sorry you cannot travel they often say hate people hate others there was a time when i realized yeah,
0: that's true
2: when i get to varsity i realized that everything that i went through there was anger there was bitterness there was you know there was there was hurt. I had to let go. I had to to heal. You know my four years four years in university. I was healing because I understood that I had to go to this big world. I have to love these people. You cannot love give love if you don't love yourself. Mm. You know you cannot. Did you go
0: through a bit of depression? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. I did. naturally. Hey. Yeah. No, I did. There were there were times where committing suicide came to my right, mind. Right. Of course. Yeah. Of but, course.
0: But. And what what was your what was your your refuge i guess or your your my my bible <laughs> your source of my bible strength yeah my bible during those times yeah because was your faith huh? yeah i
2: remember my friends were not there anymore mm. so I, the only thing i had was my hard copy bible and mm. i could just cry and i used to write but yeah not much in you know to say
0: yeah but i mean also i think sure cuz in black communities, we have such a weird de- relationship, such an estranged relationship to depression. You know what I mean? It's almost, I, I almost want to say there's a bit of a taboo about it. you know what I mean? Because like our parents went through so much, right? Yes. Um, that there's kind of this, this unspoken expectation that you will endure.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: That's true. And you will get through anything. And then you, you kind of go to, to schools where you're exposed to different cultures. And then in Western culture, particularly depression becomes this thing that is accommodated. Like you're, you know, you're having a really long bad day. Mm-hmm. And, um, life must accommodate you, right? Like your, your studies must accommodate you. Your family must accommodate your friends. Um, you must find treatment. That's true. And you, you, it, it's just, um, you, there's, you know, either you see a psychologist or psychiatrist and you get medication, but there's like this <laughs> this infrastructure for this thing that is is quite foreign to 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 black communities and to black culture yeah. um, so in the moments that you felt suicidal yeah. was that was there Ever thought in your mind to, like, reach out to a counselor, to get a psychologist, to seek out, to see if there's medication? Any of those things? Let me tell you something. The mm. first people that came to my mind was my pastor. But mm. I
2: couldn't trust him. <laughs> mm. You know, the church, the people in the church, I couldn't trust them. There was no one. Mm. There was no one that I could trust. I'm telling you. That, hmm. that's That's the sad part about it. You know, that's why... I chose to be a blessing. I chose to forgive. I chose that's why that's why I'm doing this thing for this young people, you mm-hmm. know, being there for them because we live in a society where when you share your story, What about
0: your peers? I mean you're adversity, so
2: Oh, you mean adversity? Mm. No, adversity it was that's where I got healing. Okay. I thought you said back. Okay. Adversity that's where I got healing. Um I I still you know this lady, Linda Headbush. Ah. Mm. Oh. You know, when I got there, she was um, part of well-being house committees. And she taught us a lot of things. Like, you know, being with her, talking to her, she...
0: So this depression that you're talking about started prior to varsity. Was it was. So were you referring to high school? I'm talking about when, after 2000 2009, when I was working and. Right. Know, so you know, when you were in between. Yes. Okay. There was no one okay. to talk
2: to. Okay. Adversity. That's where I found people. That's where I found. That's where I got my like my healing. Okay. I call it. It was my retreat for okay. me to go to that place for four years. Okay. You know because I understood that if I had to be a mother. You know, I can't go on like this. I need to heal. Right. You know, I need to. You can't give what you don't have.
0: You absolutely cannot. And, and with that, I actually threw, you, of course. So you were still going through it. Yeah.
2: The story of Jabez is the same story. Mm. You know, Jabez in the, is in the Bible. Um, they said that when the mom gave birth to him, she went through pain. Then she called her Jabez because she went through pain, mm-hmm. which means pain. But when she, he prayed, he said, God, help me not to become pain. That's my prayer. I said to the Lord, I want to be a blessing. Not paying to other people. Can I be a blessing? Um, finding my identity. I found my identity. You know, I know who I am. I know who Bridget is. I know my limits. You know, and peace. You know, people who don't have peace, they hate others. People who have, don't have peace, oh, they are mm, trouble. Mm. So, I, I, I'm at peace. You know, mm. through it all. Bridget went through a lot, but Bridget can still love, can still forgive, can still give, can still smile, can still because I went through the healing But process. I
0: also love that you acknowledge that you're still on a journey. I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think a lot of people write books when they feel like they've arrived somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one ever really arrives anywhere. Yes. Right? Um, we'll be start- and so all you can do is give people kind of an account of what you've been through so far, what you've learned, um, and what you hope to achieve. Yes, that's true. But there's certainly no way and hope that they, they can benefit something from that, yes. knowing that you're not, you haven't arrived. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you're not this, um, this kind of this guru or this authority, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's, that's, that's good, um, for people to, Uh, No matter where you are in your your success, just to acknowledge that it's a work in progress. That's true. Because then I think people don't hold you to these kind of unfailing expectations, you know? Um, And it also makes you more relatable. It makes Mm you – it just makes – you know, you you sound like you're somebody who's learned a lot, but you sound like somebody I can still relate to if I – if I'm not where you are, you know. Mm-hmm. I love that. So how's the book doing so far?
2: Um, I re—I launched the book the tenth of
0: December last year. I've sold out two
2: hundred copies, and yeah, and I've got another.
0: Well done. Yeah. Where can we find it?
2: Um, I sell the. Copies myself. Okay. If people are far from my place, then I
0: courier them. How much is a copy? Seventy rand. Seventy rand, huh? Yeah. And you've sold two hundred so far. Yeah. Congratulations! And you self-published. Who yes. who helped you publish?
2: Um, I went via um boutique box, mm-hmm. and yeah, and my mentor in Guni is the one who was guiding me through, and other people that I, you know, we fellowship together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I can say is, um, the journey is never easy. But sometimes you need to sit down with yourself, like be your own motivational speaker, be your own inspiration. Mm. You know, be honest with yourself. One thing that I've learned in the journey is be honest with yourself, because I believe that if I was not honest with myself, I was going to get this degree, get other qualifications that I have. Well, I'm working in a flat tire. Well, I'm beaten. I'm angry. There was a point where I looked at myself in the mirror and I said to myself, "I'm not okay," and that's when my breakthrough came in. Mm. And I said to myself, I'm not okay. Mm. I'm angry, I'm bitter, and this is not who I am. Mm. So until you become At honest, what point did you feel that way? Um I was doing my first year. Yeah. And I was... Everything was just replay, you know? Like, you are far from home. This place is like... It's peaceful. You are at rest, you know? And everything, you just have the, the memories, you mm. know? you You just... You know, the emotions, you know, now you're allowed to cry because there was no time to cry. You know, you you have to wake up tomorrow and do something about Mm. your life. There was no time to cry. You have a test tomorrow. Mm. So there was a time where now I am sitting here. I have to cry. I have to face life. And I realized that, you know what, I need to be honest with myself. Then I was like, I'm breaking. I'm Mm. not okay. Then Mm. that's when
0: I released myself
2: from everything.
0: I think sometimes avoiding because we really desperately try to avoid Melting down or having a breakdown. Do you know what I mean? But I think what you're avoiding, like you're saying, potentially is a breakthrough. It's it's like a rite of passage to break down sometimes. Um,
2: Because the other thing is, you need to know your limitation. Yeah. You know, I I know that I can be nice. You know, but I don't want to be. I don't want to get to a point where I explode. You Mm. know. That's why before I explode, I will. I'll try to deal with myself immediately mm. because I don't want to put things under the carpet. Mm. I will solve it. I will deal with it now. Mm. You know, to say, let's talk about it mm. because I know if I explode. I'm, I,
0: so I'm, you're also not afraid of your emotions, huh? No,
2: I'm very fragile. So I need to sort it out.
0: <laughs> no, that's cool. Because yeah. people avoid their emotions. Yeah, but no, there's just so much growth, I yeah. think, in, in confronting them. That's awesome. Okay, so I'll let you introduce your mentee. Okay. Because <laughs> you, you know why you felt like we needed to get to know this young women so yeah. i'll let you give her a proper introduction
2: okay um guys i'm with little she's uh, miss inspire s18 second princess she's nice. the founder of fresh um she collects sanitary towels for ladies roll on for the guys mm. and yeah she's 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 my baby
0: <laughs> and you used to teach her huh i'm still teaching you still teach her because yeah. you teach geography yes okay and at what high school um, M High School. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> Little, so tell us, what's your story? Um, I'm Lippo Tla Tell us about Miss Inspire S18, because it sounds like the best thing in the world. I, honestly, I've just been so over beauty pageants for such a long time, mm-hmm. and you're absolutely lovely to look at, but I love that your beauty pageant is about more than just beauty, you know, it's about inspiration. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about it. Um, Miss Inspire
3: it's, it's a pageant Where we inspire young girls um, But I, just because I have Fresh And Fresh is working with both um, Genders Okay. While we cater for both girls and boys okay. So I don't just inspire girls But I inspire boys So
0: where does this p- pageant run In
3: what community in Captain Park. Yes. Sa- it was held in Sarabi Country Lodge. I okay. was crowned on the 14th of May. That's just cool. a week after launching my organization. Nice.
0: Did you have a lot of competition? Uh, nah. No. You're
3: just in a league <laughs> no. of your own, huh? Did you know the whole
0: time? Yeah. I have. Okay. I but who won? Let's talk about who won.
3: <laughs> it's, um, Yeah. From
0: Limbobo. Well, do 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 we it's, care? It's, Does it's, she do something we we want to know about? No. No. <laughs> no. No. It's your time now. You're time. right. It's your time now. Okay. Uh, and you're just sixteen, huh? I'm sixteen. Dude, like had to believe. At I was saying to you earlier. At sixteen, I was just like, I feel like I was just wasting money and time. <laughs> to be honest, that's all I did. Um, and then you know, I just like try to get through school, but okay. definitely wasn't trying to save the world. Well, not yet. Mm-hmm. So where does this come from? At at the age of sixteen, like what drives you to wanna to help people this way?
3: It's 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 what I love. It's I guess it's the purpose that I found as I'm growing up being a teenager. Um fresh it was not called Fresh. Indeed, it was called. It, it didn't have a name. It was just something, <laughs> it it was overrated. Just, yeah, it was just something that I loved to do because
0: my family. That's actually such an interesting principle. That's so cool. Because we do we get caught up in names and in branding, but actually, yeah. what's most important is is the work, right? It's the work. That's indeed. awesome. So okay, wait. So tell me about the moment you had this idea. Um. Uh, what motivated me, basically,
3: it's my history. When mm. I was in primary, I had a friend who was emotionally bullied. For how she smells, um, mm. her background, mm. she was being abused at home and stuff. Mm. So I had a talk with one day, um, I, I was like, you know, I got so emotional, it's cool. I couldn't even concentrate. My parents had to come and collect me at school. So my parents were like, what's going on? What's bothering you? And I told them, and my parents were like, no, we could help her out. Because I'm raised in a family where um, we help people out. Mm. You know, family or not, y- you are family. You're not a family... Familiar, it's not by name, the, the same name that we have. Mm. But it's the love, mm. the kindness, and what puts us together. Mm. So, Okay, so they said,
0: they said we can help her out, and then you mm. decided you needed to help more than just her. Yes, because every day you meet a person um, it's skipping school.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, when you're a girl and it's the time of the month when you're on your monthly cycle, um, on average, um, uh, you miss four days. And that, in a year, it makes like a month. Mm. So imagine if you miss a month of school and some cannot bear the the, the pressure. Mm. You miss assignments. You need to study. You need Mm. to write. It's a lot of pressure, Mm. especially when you're in primary school, grade 7. You're preparing yourself for high school. Uh, So how does it work? Fresh. Mm. um, It got its name Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the 2nd of February when it was my day one planning. I was like, "This is fresh mm. free sanitary hygiene project. We're basically fighting for free sanitary hygiene um, because when you, a lady, to get sanitary towels, it's expensive.
0: It's very expensive.
3: It's expensive, and people don't afford it. You know,
0: I yeah. don't know why that thing isn't freely it available. I don't free. know how we give away free condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, <Yeah>. but exactly. <laughs> and not free sanitary pads. But exactly. anyway."
3: So we collect sanitary towels and reliance. Mm. So I decided to cater for both boys and girls. So we is that, toys.
0: I mean, is that something you found that they struggle with? Is, um, is just having access to toiletries and antiperspirant, how is that affecting them? They get bullied. They get bullied, huh? And you know, when you're a boy, y-
3: you want to fit in mm. into groups, but you cannot fit in. You know, smell will, smell will defeat you.
0: Absolutely.
3: Smelled. Even though you, it when take you're sweating you down. At the gym, mm. you're like, okay, I cannot go stand there with you." That's people. true. You understand? So they get bullied. They get emotional, frustrated. They skip school. That's why today we see we have a lot of hawkers. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So I was like, the rate of dropouts also, it's a lot. Hmm. It's a lot. You need to decrease. So if we don't stop bullying, we don't um, get a, this ideal solution to mm. schools, to the youth. We're going to have a a lot of dropouts, which is an added
0: challenge in South Africa. Flop. <laughs> incredible,
1: <Thank> you. <laughs> really,
0: really incredible. <laughs> oh wow, you guys are, are quite a power team over
1: there. Okay, yeah. so what?
0: I mean, what is this power team? You guys should have a name or something. Like, work on it, guys. Work on it. But um, what do you guys have planned together, separately, for the future? Um, okay, this. Uh,
2: Saturday, we supporting our friend, our brother Dimko, Donald Malude a charity organization. Um, he's collecting blankets um, in Soshanguve. He's situated in Soshanguve, and um, it's a glamorous event for, <laughs> for, for you know. the little ones. So I'll be
3: hosting the pageant to being a judge for the little. Oh, lovely! <laughs> That's
2: fantastic. So, what else yeah. do we have? A uh, September, uh-huh. we, I'm having a woman. I'm organizing a women's seminar uh-huh. um, from. First, second, third September. September. Mm. Venue is Goodland good land estate. Lovely. Yeah. Fee is five hundred rent, it uh, catering and also the accommodation. Oh wow! I'm taking That's a twenty teenagers yeah. and twenty young adults. That's incredible. So what else nice. do we have? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, um, I'm planning a brand, an upcoming brand called huh? Focus. Focus. My experience is your knowledge. So I'm not planning it. My sister came. T- uh, tell us about Focus. My sister came up with the idea mm-hmm. umissa so she came up with the idea saying, "Um, I'm inspiring her, mm-hmm. so she wants to start this brand. uh she didn't have a name. she just came to us The
0: names are not important <laughs> that's why you, you've shown us this
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said that um, I wanna do a motivational talk- mm. talk, talk to motivate this." This youth, girls and boys. So she came in and like, what do you have in mind? Say my experience, your knowledge, and then we started looking for a name, designing logos. That's cool. And then I was like, let's go for focus.
0: So you're gonna do? And she's
3: like, yeah, focus. I always tell you to focus, focus.
0: (laughs) So you're gonna do a bit of a a speaking tour. You're gonna go around and. I'm a motivational speaker Yeah, of cannot. course. You must so be. I'm if then you are. Then you are. Yeah. And I think you guys so actually are a power team. combo. And it's, it helps that you're different ages as well. because And you have different stories, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's such power in that. I actually think, like, motivational speaking has been ruined by people who have turned it into too much of a business. That's true. You know, and too much of a, a money-making scheme. Mm. That's true. Scheme. Mm. Um, so it is lovely to meet people mm. who do it because, you know, they're in, like mm. like in today's introduction, you know, like they, they do it from love and from experience because they're actually, they're going through the journey, mm. you know, and they recognize a, a need. And I mean, to to sell 200 books by yourself is no small feat, you know, and a lot of people would have quit halfway
2: through. And what I can say is about motivation. um, Basically what we're busy doing. For example um when Little had her launch, I just got my friends in, you mm. know. So we get it, you know, like now she's gonna have this talk. Basically we're gonna be there without any payment. Mm. And we always say we'll drive. We don't care where you are, call us, we'll mm. come, you know. Mm. We don't care which problem we
0: take you out of school. Are you supposed to be in school right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, no, but it's yeah. fine, she's with her teacher. Yeah, yeah no, mum and dad, they're most supportive. Okay, so you've told us what you have planned for this year, but for life you know just like what are your what do you dream
3: Um in two years time I want to see Fresh having its own orphanage home mm-hmm. Its own orphanage home being well established all over the nation mm-hmm. the world um and focus being a helping my sister for Focus to be a a well-known brand That mm. do motivational talks Because on the 15th of July We're we'll starting with our first talk In Mametlake High School hmm. Which is in Bumalanga <laughs> And then after that we're going to my hometown In <laughs> <laughs> Rusty, dusty, Rusty-dusty Rusty-dusty yeah? mm. So yeah, yeah We want to see ourselves Helping, making this world a better place. We want to see the rate of dropouts being decreased. It's a lot. Teenage pregnancy being decreased. Yeah. Bullying stopped.
0: Yeah. Violence against women stopped. Yeah. Shucks! And <laughs> notice how this this woman at the age of sixteen, where you're supposed to be nothing but self-centered, none of that was about herself. Yes, that's true. That's amazing. I just like because all I said was dream. Mm. You know, I, I didn't say oh what do you want for you. I just said dream, and those are your dreams. Yes. Yeah, yes. Our country needs you. Our world so, needs you. That's
2: true. Um, Bridget, dream. Yeah. Um, what I can say is main mentorship mm. programs um and basically i just i just want to i want to push i'm not yet there you know i want to see myself at the age of 30 being a doctor in theology. Mm. and i've realized that psychology is what i'm like i counsel i'm you know motivate more than i teach mm. so i also <laughs> want to be a psychologist at the age of 32 or so because mm. i want to push it both but i want to be successful you mm. know i want to be that mm. woman you know mm, you already you are know, that, You're that, on that. Your way. but at the same time my girls, my boys, I want to see them succeeding in life as well. So let's give them a platform. Let's encourage them. Let's love them. You know, that's the most important thing.
0: Ladies, thank you so, so much for gracing us. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for being back. Um, yeah, and like I said in the beginning, it's actually, it's great that we didn't know all this beforehand. You know what I mean? It kind of like, it spoils the conversation a bit. I, I'm really inspired. Thank you so much. Um. I wish you all the best. You're more than welcome back whenever you want. And we can talk more about that <laughs> too. <laughs> um, and guys, thank you for joining us on the Mate sessions with cliffcentral.com. Hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, Lisa, how do you feel?
1: And make sure to go to our Twitter page that's at Maid Project, M-A-I-D-E Project, as well as our Facebook page, which is the Maid Sessions. Have a very good afternoon.
0: Girl, I asked you how you
3: feel. <laughs> now she's closing. Girl, you know, she's emotional. She's emotional.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Cliff Central. revolution. I've got something important to tell you.